0: podcast 137 rock the truck with gene meet matt porter see gene at wizard world in philadelphia as gene simmons takes over philadelphia and a look back at gene simmons in st louis part two
1: Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. Hey, Friday, June 2nd, I'm going to be at the Trocadero with the Gene Simmons Band. And on Saturday, June 3rd, I'm going to be joining you at Wizard World Convention at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Be there or be square.
2: All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes.
3: You're about to be podcast
0: Welcome back to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. And right now I'm joined by the one, the only, Matt Porter. What's up, Ken? How are you doing, sir? I'm fantastic. I know you are excited. There's so much coming. What's happening this coming week?
2: June is really going to be unbelievable because, I mean, it's this Friday. One to three, a live kiss room because we're going to be moving off of the our usual second Friday of the month. We're going to do the first Friday of the month, which is this Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm moving it up in a couple hours. I'm going to do one to three instead of three to five.
0: And do you know why, Ken? Because it is an honor of the one, the only Gene Simmons and his band coming to the Trocadero yes. Theater going to
2: be the fun thing. We'll get a couple people in and do the Kiss Room, and then we'll all roll right down to the truck and see Gene.
0: That's right. A live show, a pre-show, and it's going to be broadcast all over the montgomery county area it's going to be fantastic all over the world that's live
2: right via radio exactly <laughs> but it'll be
0: on the airwaves locally but broadcast around the world into your mind it's going to be fantastic
2: right into your ears
0: and hopefully we'll get some some cool people calling in like Woo. nick turner who has been working with gene and wizard world and what's going on there and maybe even phil south might call in so hopefully we can make that happen
2: this Friday, the June episode does mark the start of the sixth season of The Kiss Room. It'll be the sixth year. So sixth we celebrated five kickoff. complete years in May, and now it's uh, this is the sixth season.
0: And I understand that a local band, Mach 22, has been chosen. They've been given the dream spot of opening up for the one, the only Gene Simmons.
2: You know what? There's actually two kind of Philly bands. Mach 22 was the one that, you know, they had the whole uh, you could open for me, Uh quote unquote, contest. And then, uh, you know, Mach 22 got that spot. And then Cream Circus, which is also like a Philly, Jersey area kind of band, they're opening up too. So, uh, you know, and, and at the Troc. So it's like a lot of history there, and that'll be fun at the Trocadero.
0: And and the Trocadero has a lot of cool Kiss histories and moments. That's where you saw Kiss yeah. on the re, the Revenge opening, correct? Well, you know,
2: we, we talked about that a lot last month on the Kiss Room because May 5th, 19, you know, it marked 25 years since Kiss played the Troc. And it was still one of the best shows that I've seen. But I mean, also Paul's played the track and Ace played the track, mm-hmm. and really we just—I know Peter Chris is saying this is it for him when he does those New York City shows. But I think really, if Gene plays the track this Friday, then we need Peter to play it just so the you know it can be a complete set.
0: <laughs> Collect all four. <laughs> so rock the track with Matt Porter, Woo! the Kiss Room, all the crazy Kiss fans uh, landing at the Trocadero to see Gene Simmons and his band. It's going to be fantastic. He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come too? See Gene Simmons and the Gene Simmons Band. Gene will be playing a live show on Friday night, June 2nd at the Trocadero in Philadelphia, PA. Be there. See the one and only Gene Simmons at the Wizard World Con. Go to wizardworld.com for more information. He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come too? Wow, I I envy you because I'm telling you, seeing Gene Simmons in this setting... It's it really is a revelation, and his bass playing. I don't know what there is about it. Whether he's just maybe it's because he's not wearing sixty pounds of armor and running around. His bass playing is kind of like what you heard on those first three albums. It really reminded me of that. This band plays the most deadly version of "Watching You" I've ever heard in my life. Wow! And I've. Yeah, seen, I'm psyched. You know, I saw original Kiss. I've seen every era of Kiss pretty much, but I'm telling you, it's this is see this show. That's all I can tell you. You will not regret it. It's only $38. And of course, you can get a VIP and a meet and greet package available. Tickets are available at www.thetrock.com. And don't forget, Wizard World. I mean, your town's just going to be taken over, Matt.
2: You know what, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's. Uh, I'm going to try and go down on Saturday to Wizard World, hang out down there. I think hopefully uh, we can get that to happen. And then, uh, obviously, that's going to be phenomenal seeing Gene at the truck. You know, and then the, the following weekend is the New York City Kiss Expo. So I'm super looking forward to that. So June's becoming Kiss Month. So
0: Absolutely. It's going to be great. Kisses on tour. Peter Chris wrapping things up. Bruce Kulick, he has a new song out with his wife. And it's a very nice romantic song, and we'll, we'd like to have them on, and maybe we'll get that going in the future. But there's just always something going on in the world of KISS, and you never can never say it's boring in KISS land, right?
2: Amen. <laughs> and if Amen. you're not enjoying
0: KISS, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so at Wizard World, what are you looking forward to? Because there's so much going on. You've got the horror thing going on. There's actually a horror convention. I understand Don Dawkins going to be out there.
2: You know what? I think a lot of the time at this point I go to these conventions, it's people watching. You know, you see all your friends a lot of time. And look, I'll be the nerd wearing a Kiss Room shirt because uh, I'm promoting myself. And I can, if I can mark out for my own show, why not? But, the uh, you know, it's funny because I, I always and I'm sitting here in my own Kiss Room and I'm thinking to myself, I probably won't buy anything. You know, it used to be you'd go and you'd look for rare comic books or things like oh. that. I have so much stuff already. I'm already out of room. You know, it's really... Uh, I just go to look and uh, kind of hang out with people and, you know, uh, see who's there. And, you know, it's it's fun. It's just like really... Uh, I just enjoy the vibe. You know, you go. It's that kind of fantasy world of walking around. And I used to go to a lot of the comic book shows and uh, Doctor Who conventions and all that kind of stuff. I love it.
0: Absolutely. And I know that a lot of people that are into hard rock and heavy metal also love horror. So... There's some cool stuff. Like I mentioned, Don Dawkins going to be here. On, on Saturday, they're going to do a, a thing where they uh, do Dream Warriors featuring live commentary with Heather Langenkamp and Surprise Guest and a live performance by Don Dawkins at wow. the Underground Arts at uh, Cow Hill Street in Philadelphia. It's, huh. There's just so much cool stuff coming. Uh, a midnight screening of The Blob. I mean, there's so much that you can do. This Wizard World Con landing in Philadelphia it's like a multi-pronged, multimedia event. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So we want to encourage you guys to check this out. Anybody within the sound of my voice, get to Philadelphia. Meet Matt Porter yeah. at the Gene Simmons Show.
2: And, you know, uh, the uh, the Matt Porter meet and greet's real cheap. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and hopefully he'll be able to get a button to you. So we'll, it's security willing. Right, Matt?
2: I posted a thing in the KISS room that said, you know, if you come down, I'm going to have a bag full of buttons. And then my friend right away posted said, they're not going to let you take buttons in. He said, especially, you know, the the security's so tight. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I didn't even think of that. You know, I don't think about that kind of thing anymore. You think about just rolling up and doing stuff. Right. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just uh, it's a different world, man.
0: Well, we're planning on having KISS room and pod KISS buttons there. So hopefully it'll all work out, security willing.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, Matt, I want to thank you for dropping by today. On this episode of the podcast, we're still going to finish up our part two, which got derailed by Craig Gass coming on the show, and Kiss kicking (laughs) off their tour. So this is part two of Gene in St. Louis. It's kind of a look forward at what's coming. Get to the Trocadero, see Gene Simmons live, and I'm going to sit down with BJ and Christine, the button queen. We're going to talk about Gene. In St. Louis Part 2, our wrap-up of the St. Louis Gene Simmons Phenomenon.
2: Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Phenomenon.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. Hey, Friday, June 2nd, I'm going to be at the Trocadero with the Gene Simmons Band. And on Saturday, June 3rd, I'm going to be joining you at Wizard World Convention at the Philadelphia Convention Center, Be There or Be Square.
0: Like, we want to rock and roll back, and yeah. party every
1: day. <laughs> this is Phil Schaus from Gene Simmons Live Band, and you're listening to Pod
2: Kissed. Oh, yeah. <sighs>
1: seriousness Uh, Chuck Berry is going to be uh, the memorial service is going to be held right here tomorrow I believe it's open to the public please honor the great Chuck Berry if you can help. okay we're gonna try to do some fun stuff these guys are about as good as it gets they'll introduce themselves don't you worry some of them are single Tonight they're all single. Okay, here's the first song off of a solo record before you were born in 1978, it's called Radioactive.
0: Joining me now on the podcast is BJ Cramp. How are you doing, BJ? Welcome to the show. Hey, Ken. How's it going? It's always good when you're here, BJ. And, of course, we have the button queen, Christine Wolf. Welcome back to podcast.
4: Thanks. Glad to be here.
0: We are finishing up our two-part look at Gene Simmons at St. Louis. This started back in episode 134. And then we did an interview with Craig Gass and then a look at Kiss on tour. Such a busy year. So now we will pick up where we left off, play some live tracks, just some of the things that happened to us on that day, and we're going to also talk about Gene Simmons and Chuck Berry. BJ, as you know, Christine and I recently went to St. Louis, and Gene Simmons was there. He was at Wizard World Con, and he also put on a live show. It was a very busy weekend for Gene Simmons. BJ, have you heard any of the Gene Simmons Band Live? Have you heard any of that stuff?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched it on YouTube.
0: What do you think of it? It looks like a lot of fun to be there. I wish I was there. Yeah. Seriously, I want to implore people, within the sound of my voice, if I'm in your head, I'm telling you, if you can get to one of these shows, do it. Because you really will see Gene Simmons in a completely different way. His bass playing is different. It's freer. It seems like you're getting the musician version of Gene Simmons.
4: That's a good way to put it. I agree with you completely. He was was just relaxed, and his band is so tight. My God, what an amazing backing band he's got put together.
0: BJ it was almost like one of those action films where you see like this guy's an expert at like knives and this guy's an expert with a sword these guys each had their own special way of playing (laughs) like one guy was a picker and one guy was like a shredder kind of guy one was bluesy and it was really cool because they were able to encapsulate every style of Kiss guitar playing you know what I'm saying
5: Oh yeah, those guys are pros, and he's mm-hmm. got three guitar players up there, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And the drummer is no slouch either, but we'll, we'll get into that later. First, let's talk about the day, and uh, as I was driving up, Christine, you went to the Wizard World Con, correct? That's right.
4: I was uh, lucky enough to be able to go, and I was kind of uh, splitting my duties between podcast and Zilch. As I was walking around, that one of the first things that I came across was Gene's axe petting zoo, and <laughs> that was something to see. That was so awesome. It was right at his booth. He wasn't there when I uh, when I first showed up, so I was talking with uh, one of the handlers for not Christina, but uh, but a gentleman uh, who was one of the handlers. I was trying to take a picture <laughs> of the of the axes one of the handlers walked right in front of me and said, hello. So I put the camera down and I said, hello, right back. And he said, is there something I can help you with? And I'm, you know, I'm a yacht, so what do I know? I didn't know who he was. And I said, yes, you can step aside so that I can take a picture. And he said, well, I'll do you one better. How about I take a picture of you holding one, which I thought was great. And so now we introduce ourselves and and I understand that he's he's with the with the uh, exhibit. So he hands me one to hold. It was taller than I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we have pics to prove it.
4: Oh, yeah. They were amazing and uh, that was a lot of fun and I mean just anybody could just obviously anybody could just walk up and they'll hand you one of his axes and and, uh, get your picture taken and and it was great. While I was doing that, Gene walked right by me, he was a little late for his uh, signing, so he, he walked right by me there. Um, and then a little bit later, he had a Q and A session,
0: which we heard in the last episode. That's
4: that's right. It was played in full there. It was a it was a great a great session with him there.
0: hmm. And then you came and picked my wife Linda and I up, and we went to the venue, and and we pull up, and who do we see?
4: The very first people we saw were uh, Jody Havnot and his lovely gal Amber and with them was the one and only D-Rock.
0: Yeah, and it was it was so great to meet D-Rock finally. We had met Jody previously in St. Louis, but it was really cool to meet D-Rock as well. It was really neat when you know when we got out of the vehicle, BJ, it was it was so much fun because there was a lot of people that were kind of looming around the building and the- They recognized instantly that we were podcasters. It it was kind of surreal, wasn't it, Christine?
4: Oh, absolutely. I mean, people were, you know, they hear us talking, and I I guess they recognize voices. People were coming up and saying, oh, my God, are you the Ken Mills? And and, and you're Christine the Button Queen? Oh, my God!
1: Yeah, it
0: was really strange (laughs) because, you know, we had only played, like, the, the Button Queen thing, like, Five times in total between the kiss room and and the podcast, right? And uh, they would go, "You're Ken Mills and you're Jody Havnot," and and I'd go, "And this is Christine, the Button Queen." They go, "Oh my God!" You know, and they'd <laughs> they'd want a button from her instantly. So. That's right. That was kind of neat, and it was, it
4: was very surreal. Yeah.
0: And one lady came up to D Rock and said, "Excuse me, but has anyone ever told you that you sound like Wolfman Jack?" And he goes,
3: "Yeah, about twenty-five fucking times a day."
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: she didn't quite know what to take. Away with yeah.
0: That. <laughs> but it was really neat and we we also saw some people in some shirts one guy had a kst shirt on it was really really cool so we all get together and here's where things get weird typical podcast weirdness right jody's like i'm gonna go meet gene and he like kind of goes off and has his own adventure and christine and i go off and have our adventure and it's it's like at this point we all get separated right
4: it was like uh, those old teenage adventure movies where yeah. we, we each have our own our own experiences and we come back later and compare yeah. notes. And, yeah. It was
0: pretty much exactly like the film Detroit Rock City, PJ. <laughs> you know, where the kids get separated and then they all meet up. At, and so anyway, if you want to hear Jody's adventure and D-Rock's adventure, go over and listen to Podcast Rock City, their St. Louis episode. And sadly, we did not get to meet Lonnie, who was there from the KISS FAQ podcast, but we're going to meet him in Nashville, so it'll all be okay. made whole again. But we we, we we got into the venue, and uh, Nick Turner from Wizard World had set it up that we were going to get to go backstage and do the meet-and-greet with Gene. And we're hanging out, and all these people are like realizing that they're with people that are on the podcast right so <laughs> it was kind of neat because we get to talk to people and some people had never heard the show so christine's out like doing the work of god and handing out the buttons you know <laughs> and introducing the people to the show that uh, that had not listened and it's it's weird a lot of people are like on the way up here we're listening to the episode about gene coming to st louis so it was kind of strange they were actually part of it all so I
4: almost when we were when we were in the holding area before they let us backstage, <clears throat> and people were coming up. And I, I'm telling the story over and over again of Have you heard podcast You haven't. Well, you know, let me tell you about it. It's the longest running kiss dedicated podcast. We're in our tenth year, and so I have my my spiel that I'm giving. I almost stood up on the table. Yeah. And just said. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, is there anybody here who has not yet received their buttons? And, but as tall as she
0: lunch? is, or actually as short as she is, it really wouldn't have mattered. It <laughs> it, it would have looked like a table decoration. So, <laughs> Like I said... the cutest the, one you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> with amazing buttons, let me tell you. At some point, Phil Souse and one of the other guitar players from Gene's band come in, and Phil Souse and I instantly recognize each other and he comes bounding over the table bj like a like a kid right he's just bounce bounce over the table just cutting through people and he runs up to me and goes dude i just met peter (laughs) torque And oh, that's it turns out. Thing. Oh my God! And it <laughs> is, turns he out he is
5: so obviously the nicest guy, just from that episode you did with him. I mean, you could just tell who yeah, cool he
0: sweetheart. is. he seriously is a great guy, and I'll tell you, I'm now a Phil Sass, uh friend and fan for life. He's just he's just a great guy, really cool guy. And it turns out he's also a Monkeys fan. Right. So he, he was like, Oh my God, I just met Peter Tork. It's a dream of a lifetime. I can't believe it. And I'm like, You're playing with Gene Simmons. <laughs> you work you sing with Robin Xander you do all these things and and I understand it you know what I mean we all dig what we dig and I'm a big monkeys fan so I totally understand it. but we we had some conversation and got some pics and he said hello to everybody and everybody's like now I feel special people are coming back here from the band you know it was kind of, made it kind of even more special cuz Phil and the gang were there and then after that they get us all together and we had to go through like metal detectors and all that stuff. And yeah,
4: that was fun with a bag of 200 buttons. And
0: yeah, you have <laughs> to explain. There's nothing dangerous in here except for the backs of the buttons.
5: And your cucumber wrapped in aluminum foil. Well, too. that goes without saying.
0: Uh, yeah,
4: They're used to that.
0: Yeah, and, and thankfully, you know, they didn't have one of those signs where you must be this tall to get a meet and greet. So
4: (laughs) I wore my heels. I was prepared.
0: (laughs) We also got to meet the person who won the podcast prize. They also got to meet Gene Simmons and go backstage and get a picture with him. And it was a cutest little kid by the name of KJ Mack. And just a real, really cool kid did like the Gene thing. And he's dressed up as Gene before we put pictures on the Facebook page. (laughs) And he was really cool. And we posed for pictures with him and just, just, really, really cool kid. Hello, KJ. Just saying he's hi. He's seven. Yeah, and he's he was seven. Awesome. And he works a room like he's like an adult almost. Oh, it, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Commands
4: the presence. Ken was jealous.
0: Yeah, I was very jealous. I'm I'm nowhere near as cute as a seven year old kid, so and
5: you you missed <coughs> the joke of saying he's taller than Christine. <laughs>
0: oh no, say that please. <laughs>
4: Bj, <laughs> glad you can really
0: throw in there. Yeah. Well, she... <laughs> taller than Christine. Ah, good one, Bj. I'm gonna bite you on the knee. <laughs> yeah. So we get in there, and uh, you know they they have us go through individually, and my wife goes up there, and I told Christine before this event because I'd met Gene several times throughout my life, and that when gene talks to you it's like no one else in the world exists you know what i'm saying he just kind of has this gift where he like can focus right in on you you know what i'm saying bj yeah
5: yeah i um i don't know if i ever told you this but me and my brother went when i lived in new york we went to a taping of the daily show oh wow and uh, we just went on a random day and we had no idea who the guest was going to be and it was gene simmons gene oh, was the guest come on. yeah yeah so uh, did you get to I meet was, him not not really I'm but you know I mean the audience there is pretty small and mm-hmm. I mean he must have been 20 feet away on stage you know it's it's such a it's just a small room and we were just sitting on like aluminum bleachers <laughs> you know it's not a <laughs> it wasn't a very fancy setup so, yeah, and that was crazy because we had no idea who the guest was going to be. And when they announced that, my brother just looked at me with his jaw on the floor, you know. That's one <laughs> of those. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's one of those weird occurrences in life that you, it's just absolutely amazing. That's so cool. I, I
4: guess you could say God gave rock and roll to you.
0: Yeah, that day.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, so my wife goes up and uh, she asks him how he's doing because he, she had went backstage during the Kiss tour this last time. Gene made over her and when he sang Christine sixteen he pointed at her and all this stuff and uh, you know, during the acoustic set. He he really made over her and she really appreciated it. And like I said, he just makes you feel like you're special and so she walked up to him and she said, How are you doing, Jean? and he said, Better now that you're here <laughs> And he kept hugging her. <laughs> uh, we had to pry them apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then at that point I said, uh, Gene, would it be okay with everyone if I got a picture of my wife and you and and myself? And Gene said, Well, what are we going to be doing? You know? And and I said, I don't care what you two do. I just want to watch. And Gene like grabs my wife and looks around, and says, Okay. And then he he grabbed a hold of her and did this thing where he started shaking her up and down like uh, like that. And he said something like, now don't start anything you can't finish. And <laughs> <laughs> She was like, okay. <laughs>
4: That's at the time that I said, you must let him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are people in line behind yeah. you.
0: <laughs> and then he and I got to do our meet and greet, and we talked about that on the last episode. I'll punch that in right now. So I walk up to him and I say hello today's your lucky day you get to have a meet and greet with me and i said you are a powerful and attractive man (laughs) and he was grinning at this point but when i said "The you're a powerful and attractive man he turned his head and he's grinning at this point and i can see him and he he looked at me he kind of tilted his head and he pointed at me like you son of a bitch i know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> ah. and he fist bumped me and, got a fist bump yep so then gene looked at me and said that's good that's that's actually pretty good <laughs> i said it's good to see you again i've met you before and he said well of course and uh i said i know i don't have much time but there's a few things I want to say and the first thing is I, I and I handed him a podcast button and a kiss Room uh-huh. button ah uh-huh. and I said these are two shows that are done in dedication of you these are your shows these belong to you mm-hmm. not just the buttons but the shows I said they they they're about kiss they're about everything you guys have ever done nicely they're, said they're, they're about all uh-huh. the positive influences it, everything positive, we talk about the albums, everything good, it's, it's all good, you would be proud of us. And I said, it's, it's like the fanzines that you used to do. And he said, these are mine, these are mine. And I said, yes. And He said, where's my cut? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> and he was so nice, I said, could, could we, when we get our picture taken, could you hold the buttons? Oh. And he did. Oh, <laughs> oh. cool. So Jean held the buttons, and I pointed at him. I think, or did the love you sign? I don't know. It was I was like, you know. <laughs> and Jean goes, "Wait, I can do one better." And he takes them, and he puts them on each nipple. No. And he's standing yes. there with the buttons on his nipples, Are and you I'm just serious? pointing at him like. I
3: thought I was the only one who did that with the buttons. <laughs> oh, that's
0: awesome. Hot and. Uh, <laughs> I thanked him and everybody cracked up and, you know, all the stuff that he does. And there's like a little audience of everybody in line and all that stuff. And It was it was a blast. And so I say to him, listen, I, 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 I don't want to take up a lot of your time, but I want you to know something. You've changed my life. And I said, uh, you will never know the scope of how you changed my life. And... I actually said, I don't want to get too cornball about it, mm-hmm. but when you looked into the camera back in 1978 and said, you be you, uh-huh. I didn't have to do anything, just be me, and I said that that really meant a lot to me then, and it still means a lot to me now, and I said, you you have changed my life, and he stopped. And Perfect. Lowered it, he took his sunglasses down, he put his hand on my shoulder. And he said, I want to tell you something. You have changed my life, and the people like you. He said, you have helped make my dreams come true. And I want to thank you for that. Ah, oh, perfect. After walking away from him, I thought, Wow. I'm going to pass out. And this is weird because I've met a lot of celebrities. I've been blessed to meet a lot of celebrities and people in my life, but not many of them do that. But like I said to, to Christine at one point, that like it's one thing to meet Gene when you're like 20 and 23 and 30, whatever. I'm 53 now. And like, it's like kisses went with me through my whole entire life. You know what I'm saying, BJ? Yeah. And it's kind of like, Hey, we're still here. We, we all made it, but he was very gracious and it was really cool that he held the podcast in the kiss room buttons that was very surreal and very much a trip and I didn't get to watch your meet and greet Christine how was that
4: well it was amazing I agree with you he he absolutely makes you feel like you're the center of the room Uh I walk over to him and he said more chicks
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know after me right (laughs) It's an upgrade.
4: <laughs> and uh, and so he he reaches out his arm and and uh, hugs me and then he begins cradling my head <laughs> and petting me, <laughs>
3: <Any>. <laughs> which
4: you know I mean there are worse things to happen in your right. life. What yeah. can I say? <laughs> And uh, the photographer was there talking to me and saying, oh, the look on your face right then was just priceless. <laughs> yeah,
0: I saw so, you, st- you stuck your tongue out at one point.
4: I, I did. You can, uh, you can see that's my current uh, Facebook profile yeah. pic. Yep, yeah. yep, absolutely. So, got, it, got to do it, man.
0: Mm-hmm. After that, we went out, and because we we got into the venue early, we were able to get right down front. So, that was really cool. Boy, like right down front, we yeah, were
4: almost in the press area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And there, you know, everybody seemed to have a great time, except for the sound guy. <laughs> poor, poor Mumford. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mumford. Uh, <laughs> this is true, BJ. Gene came out and they did, uh, the the opening of the Gene Simmons solo album with you know the Janicean thing, Hosanna and all that. They went right into the, right into Deuce. And then they did uh, radioactive. And he's the whole time telling the sound guy, turn the guitars up. You know, he's pointing at the guitars and pointing up. And the sound guy's turning things up and down, trying to please him. And after they did radioactive, Gene talked for a bit. And then he said this
1: Okay, you know, I haven't done a sound check the guys have, so let me try to communicate with our sound guy before I find out where he lives. Okay. (laughs) Bitch, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sir, would you mind lowering the overall guitars somewhere between where they are now and where they were? Is that good? Shake your head yes. Also, in the future, when other acts come on, you want to have a light on your face so that we can see that you understand. Because in the dark, when you wave your head like that, yeah, rock and roll 101.
4: <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for him.
0: <laughs> and and at one point he says, um, he said, uh, you know, we don't all listen to Mumford and Sons. And then he said, kept calling him Mumford. Hey Mumford, up, Mumford <laughs> well, he down. He
4: had the full requisite hipster beer. Right? Yeah, he so, had the hipster yeah, beer. I'm, it.
0: I was waiting to see the man bun, or the ridiculous. <laughs> but but instead he took
4: it down so that gene couldn't grab it yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he did have a ridiculous stocking cap on so yeah that was fun he pulled out some really great stuff some really excellent stuff Bj, out of all the stuff that gene's playing what are you like what would you like to to see or hear live
5: radioactive is probably my favorite of what i've seen of the you know, Got Love for Sale must be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. And they're God. doing Almost Human, right? Yeah. So they're doing some yep. pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah. But Radioactive is such a great song. It is. It's and, very and he's got underrated. all those guys up there to do the backing vocals, so mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome.
0: Excellent. It was even made more surreal by the fact that in the same venue, the same exact spot where Gene was singing and playing bass, right there, he would less than 20 hours later be giving Chuck Berry's eulogy in that same exact spot. And it was very strange, even by the time I got home from St. Louis, there was video of Gene on YouTube standing over Chuck Berry's casket where we were standing. Very surreal. Very, very strange. He gave a lot of props to Chuck Berry. and He, he talked... dedicated the show to him. Yeah, he actually dedicated the show. Yeah. And when they played uh, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, he said that this song was directly influenced by Chuck Berry. And he said that to make a song that sounds simple is very hard to do and during let me go rock and roll he did the Chuck Berry walk which was pretty neat
4: always love to see a good duck walk yeah (laughs) he did a a good job (laughs) Uh, not only did he dedicate the show not only did he do the duck walk but he they played Johnny B. Good Mm -hmm. uh, in dedication and homage to him Um, they swapped out Goin' Blind uh, and put in Johnny D. Good. Yeah. So that was very cool.
1: music was not heard on white radio, so Fats Domino, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, they all had their songs covered by Pat Boone, and you know, all these white guys who were hung like second graders who just didn't have rock and roll soul, and it was people like Chuck Berry who opened the doors and made it all possible for Keith Richards, George Harrison, and everybody else to play rock and roll. God bless them.
0: it was neat and the band is super tight as a matter of fact I'm going to play this this is the Gene introducing his band the Gene Simmons band live
1: So I. <laughs> <laughs> those fucking hands up in the air. Here, that? Okay, we have steps on either side of the stage. There's one over there. There's a set of steps over there. Can you put the house lights on, please? Thank you. Okay, here's what we Okay, snake girl, tomorrow, on up, you. That's two. Okay, girl in red top. Girl red top, that's three. That's three. Girl red top, three. Okay, look at that, huh? In all seriousness, where's your snake? Well, that's okay. <laughs> She's here all night. Try the veal. Okay, how about the girl with the heart up in the air that saying, they- yes, you. Come on. Oh, okay. What was it? okay. Two blonds over there. Come on. Jenna, you want to come up? Jenna, you want to come up? Bring those tits up here, let everybody see. Come on. I came my
3: mother and let my father and my fucking
1: Come on, my Okay, while they're coming up, here are the instructions. There are microphones on both sides. Take your hands out of your pocket. Good girl. Arch your back. drop that and Dad. God
3: bless her. Okay,
1: so now what we're gonna do is, you're gonna cover that microphone like the last time you, you, you said it, yeah. So you gotta put your lips close to it. Yeah, talk into the microphone. Say that again, say it. I'm a 26-year-old
3: virgin. Let's give her a hand, folks.
1: Are you gonna talk loudly me too? You are a 26-year-old virgin?
2: Yes, I am. Why?
1: Respect that I, I respect it and we all don't you, have appet, don't you have appetites or is it just battery power instruments? Okay, okay. Can I, can I get one of the ladies on this side? It's a bag for Jenna, show me. Yeah, baby. Okay, so we need you to do this. to. Swallow the microphone, literally, because we're gonna do a song where you can all sing along. No words, no nothing. Get close to the mics, get close to the mics. Always do what I say, we'll get along better. Closer to the mics, this far, yeah, this far. Leave your lipstick, lipstick stains on the microphone, get close to the mic. It goes like this. Right close, close into the eye. They won't hear you if you're far back, okay? And we need you. Get in there, virgin, come on. Well, clearly, your license plate is up to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a virgin, oh, I'm a It go, it, here's how it goes, and we're going to do it a little mid tempo so it feels good, stuff. and we'll sing along, you'll get the hang of it, but swallow the mic, literally, it's not a joke, we want to hear you, not just see you. Here we go, I Love It Loud.
0: very proud of these guys he, he you know oh, he, yeah. he talks about how there's not a lot of uh, rehearsals on his part he just comes in and does his thing but these guys have to make sure that everything is together Phil Sous is for all intents and purposes the the band leader at this point it seems and the drummer an, another Simmons uh, <laughs> I think that's it's, right no
4: relation yeah no
0: relation <laughs> Phil Simmons he's just fantastic these guys wow. are deadly like ninjas And my one sad regret is that this is not being documented that I know of. I wish they were making a DVD live album kind of a thing. Because I cannot imagine Kiss doing Almost Human and Charisma. Which, BJ, I don't know if you've heard how he's doing Charisma right now. But it sounds... What do you think of it?
5: Yeah, it sounded awesome. Those guys are doing a great job on the backing vocals, which is on some of those songs it really makes it live, you know, to have the good the good backing vocals like Charisma, they sound just like the record. Yeah. From what I heard. Yeah.
0: But to me the song is revealed in a different way than what you hear it on Dynasty. It sounds great on Dynasty, but it sounds like a straight up rock song done by a live rock band. You know what I'm saying? With without the, the tinge of Vinny Poncia's uh Production.
5: Yeah, I always remember when I the first time I bought Dynasty when I was a kid. I bought it at a place called Tape World, mm-hmm. and the guy at the register was like, "Oh, my! I love the song in here called Charisma. You gotta listen to that song." I always remember that the guy at the register that was like his favorite song.
0: And I really hope that Craig Smith and Eric Miller get to see Gene Simmons in Philadelphia, uh, yes. because Craig will be able to yell Charisma. So. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it, it, it just reveals itself to be such a great song. If the show had two points for me that weren't as great, it was during I Love It Loud and Rock and Roll All Night. And the reason I say this is not because of Gene and the band. They're fantastic. But you introduce the element of people coming up on stage and you never know what you're going to get, right? So there were a bunch of girls that came up on stage, and to some degrees of success. But Jean really had fun with it. There was this one girl who's kind of dressed, let's say, in an unusual nature. She she I'm said like she a was a virgin. Belly dancer yeah, 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 exactly. She looked like a stripper slash belly dancer, yep. and she let Jean know that she was a virgin. And at one point, Jean said, "If she's a virgin, I'm a Martian." So that was. <laughs> <laughs> She was.
4: I. I mean, setting that aside. Yeah. Uh, she was the only one out of what six, seven girls up there who actually stepped up to the mic mm-hmm. and performed. Yeah. The others were timidly hanging back and, and you know, like like you're in your yeah. grade school chorus and you Absolutely. don't really want to have to open your mouth to sing.
0: <laughs> and she she was the girl who had the snake at the
4: That's Wizard right.
0: World con panel correct
4: yes that's right she had exactly. goldie
0: yeah and uh she asked gene if uh, he wanted to hold her snake and he says no thank you i have one of my own so <laughs> 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 so they did i love it loud so they had 10 women get up on stage and sing i love it loud with gene then when they did rock and roll night they had 10 guys come up and we had everything from. There was one cat who wore this really intense, like gothic metal coat, and he oh. was he was one of those high screaming singer kind of guys, like yeah, <laughs> you know. It
4: was BJ. It, it was a sight to behold. It was black leather from the tip of his toes to the top of his neck, with red la- crisscross laces all the way up, and I'm I, yeah. He he upstaged Gene a little bit in the costuming <laughs> that night. He even upstaged the other Gene who was dressed up in the audience. Yeah, there
0: was one guy who was dressed up as Gene Simmons, totally.
4: St- stood right next to me, kept kind of smacking me in the head with, with those wings of his. Yeah, <laughs>
0: well, it, <laughs> thankfully, which she, I
4: know is not an easy thing to do because you think I'd pass right under them. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, you know, he's he's a fairly <laughs> tall guy, but uh, you beat me to my own short joke. Anyway, so. But this guy, he went up on stage, and he's really intense. This guy is really intense. He's a big Gene Simmons fan. And when Gene got him upstairs while they were, like, uh, getting everybody to the microphones, Gene said, well, here's a powerful and attractive man, and did the whole shtick with him. And at one point, Gene pointed to his codpiece, and he says, what the hell do you got going on down here? And Gene lifted the codpiece, and there was nothing under it but the, you know he was it was all black oh, is what i'm saying yes it. yes but <laughs> yes but but what i'm saying is like it was gene said well what's what's the deal with this and he said something to the effect of what christine oh,
4: <laughs> so so the the other gene said well if you would design a costume that had room for your cell phone your wallet and your keys
0: <laughs> so this guy kept his stuff in the cod piece, he, he stuffed in junk, <laughs> his junk. near his junk. Yeah, mean, he put his junk with his was, junk. That's was a an good line. Sight to behold, like, yeah.
4: Like that. He turned, Gene turned him around and showed the band. You know, hey guys, look, look. at
3: this. It <laughs> 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 was great. It was great.
0: It was funny. It was weird because Gene's back, back to the audience. You see Gene's, the Gene's, the other guy that was dressed as Gene. The other guys are just standing there looking at him. It was—it was, it almost looked like Gene was shaming him. In front of the audience.
4: <laughs> you know, they were trying to avert their eyes and yet still look at the same time. You know? like they were watching all giggling. You can't take your eyes off of it, but you know you shouldn't.
0: <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing about a Gene Simmons show versus a Kiss show is that there's a freedom and a joy that is happening in the sense that you get the sense that this could go off the rails at any second, right? You don't get that from Kiss. Like you I'm n- sure
4: Mumford felt that way. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: Mumford. Yeah, the this poor sound guy. But the thing is, is that it, there's a there's a liberation to Gene's playing and his mood. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but he's just free to let things be what they are. And I'll tell you, outside of the album version of "Watching You." on alive the alive album version this was the second best version of watching you i've ever heard in my entire life it was blistering bj it was a face melder and it it took advantage of having these three guitarists that just kicked ass and gene was in such a great groove and he's up and down the neck like you've never heard before so i want to encourage people to to check him out and of course we want to encourage people to go to wizard world con and get to meet gene there and check out his panel and have fun but do not miss the gene simmons band when they come near your way it was only yeah, 30 and, 30 bucks and, 30 bucks you can't yeah, beat that Yeah, that's crazy
5: and he's waited until 2017 to do something like this so look at the catalog of songs that he has to choose from to put mm-hmm. together a set list you yeah. know it's insane how and, many and people have name? that have that to go to that well to go to so you're right that's bj right.
4: And his and his band is credited. He he tells he, he gives them credit for picking the set list, because they kept saying, "Man, we've got to play this and we've got to do that," and he he just let them go.
0: Yeah, and he's been swapping out "See You Tonight" with "Going Blind," and I mean just right there, you, there's a pretty good diversity in the set list. But uh, seriously, I, I think the uh, Philadelphia show at the Tercado is only thirty eight bucks. Thirty eight bucks to see Gene Simmons and this dangerous band. You owe it to yourself. If, if you're a KISS fan and you're on the fence, get off of it. Get your tickets now. Have fun.
4: It will be an amazing night. You won't regret it.
0: Absolutely. After that, we got to hang out with uh, Amorath, and, and they were the band that opened for Gene. We're going to have them on a future episode, but they were really cool, and they were very impressive, very impressive, but, but check out Amorath.com, and they also have some stuff on YouTube. The next day, we went to Rock and Bruce. There's a couple things I want to talk about. First off, the staff was really cool, but more important—Hi Lance, Hi Lance, yeah. But more important than that were some of the people that were there, and it was so bizarre, BJ, because it's it's like things just happen, right? The universe just opens up, and there was this little girl that came by. Tell that story, Christine.
4: Oh, she was a doll. So uh, this this little five year old blonde, adorable thing uh, named Nina, was walking around with this uh, delicate pink t-shirt that uh, on the front, if you look close, it was four teddy bears, mm-hmm. each wearing the kiss makeup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was very cool. And, and BJ, you know, Ken has never met a stranger, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so immediately he's like, Hey, come here, come here. No, it's okay. Really come over here. And dad is with her and she's a little shy, but they come over and, and Ken starts talking to her and, and, uh, you know, that's such a cool shirt. And, and, uh, do you like kiss? And, oh yes, she says she loves kiss and, and who's your favorite and, and, uh, and she said Jean was her favorite. And so of course we had to get pictures. And so we have a picture that we'll put up in the show notes of, uh, of Ken and Nina with their tongues out and, and uh, <laughs> you know, rocking, the, rocking the horns. And, yeah. uh, and, but the cool thing was then too, if that wasn't enough, dad then said to Nina, now we only have a couple left, but should we give him one? And Ken and I and Linda, Ken's wife, are looking at each other like, we don't know what they're talking about. But she nods her head and, and dad fishes in his pocket and hands Ken a guitar pick. And what did that say, Ken?
0: The name of the band was called Guns and Crowns. And she, she basically, from, from from what she was telling me, she wants to do cool music like the old stuff. She wants, she wants to do new music that's cool like the old stuff. So so I thought that was really neat.
4: She wants to make sure that rock and roll lives on through kids her age.
0: She's and, and, five. Yeah, she's that's five. Amazing.
4: She's, that's amazing.
0: And this all came from her. You know what I'm saying, yep. BJ? Right. So yeah, there's, there is there is a future to music. So <laughs> we're we're hoping that, uh, that that happens. Who knows? We might be buying her albums before too long. And there's one last story about Rock and Bruce that I want to tell. And they play videos all the time. So you're getting the Stones and David Bowie and, you know, some 80s band, some 70s band, so on and so forth, Queen and whatnot. And as Courtney said on our last episode, that at, at the Rock and Bruce, anytime you want to hear Kiss, you just make a request and, and they'll play it. And this guy said, sure, I'll, I'll get it right on. So a few minutes go by, song ends. And here comes KISS doing rock and roll night from Rocks Las Vegas. And there's this little kid with his family. <laughs> KISS comes on and he his mouth just drops.
4: His eyes get huge and he can't take his eyes off of the screen.
0: And he's just like mesmerized by it. The whole thing, like up until the solo. And at some point during the solo, he turns to his mom and tugs at her arm. He goes... Mom, that's Kiss. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome to see. <laughs>
0: because Linda and myself and Christine were sitting there just watching this kid, you know. And it took me back to like being young, you know, to back to those days when, when you'd see Kiss. And it wasn't like seeing the stones or what have you. You knew something different was going on. And he came over and said hi to us after that, and because I said, "Do you like Kiss?" and he says, "Yeah," and uh, he came over and gave us five and stuff like that. But uh, it was so really neat.
4: So shout out to Adam. Yes, you, Adam. You made our day there. That was so great to watch.
0: It was just seeing that thing that, like, you can only see if you are. You see a kid maybe watch Godzilla for the first time, or <laughs> the Muppets, or Santa Claus. He was seeing. Kiss. You know what I mean, BJ? Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> you said he was five?
0: No, yeah. he, he was... was nine no, or no. ten, yeah. somewhere oh, in there.
4: Okay. Yeah, Nina, the little girl, was five, but he Adam was nine or ten, I would say. Ken, Ken and I are, are, like, face-to-face with him while he's at his own table, and so we're watching him watch the screen, and... and I think when he turned to talk to Mom, he could see us looking over at him and and Ken is waving and sticking his tongue out and like, you know yeah,. On, dude. <laughs> he
0: looked back and did the tongue thing like yes, right then. Did. and it was like the the future is in good hands, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, BJ what a, what a trip.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, I still have a picture of myself at five years old. In 1979, dressed as Gene Simmons for Halloween.
0: Oh my! And that, God. that's
5: the kind of thing where you know when when they started the band and they came up with all these ideas, they they definitely did not imagine that it was going to appeal so much to kids. Mm-hmm. That was probably something that kind of, kind of came out of left field to them,
0: and then they were like, "Wow," <laughs> you know. And Gene yeah. was yeah. like, "I can kids. make money on this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but it, it it really does show the joy of Kiss, and that's really. Just, just the cool factor, right, BJ?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, you know, you could, like, kiss without even, you know, at five years old I didn't care too much about the music or understand much about the music, but you still, I still love the band, and so that's a, you know, that's a unique kind of dynamic to have. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it was weird because it worked back then, whether you were a kid and saw him on the Paul Lynch show or maybe the Kiss Meets the Phantom or the baseball cards, you know, the the those cards that they put out. Or maybe yeah, the but Marvel comics. Yeah, I comic still book. Those
5: from back then. Yeah. Yeah. But I got. My dad would get me packs of them. Yeah.
0: And this kid watched Kiss Meet Scooby Doo, so it's right. still happening. It's still happening. The virus is still spreading. It's a great thing. And of course, uh, Gene went to Rock and Brews, and uh, he had given away a scholarship to some people, children of, of veterans, and that was really neat. So it was. It was kind of a cool. Kiss-themed weekend going on, and of course he spoke at Chuck Berry's funeral, and we're going to play that now.
1: What can you say, what can you say? I hadn't planned on coming up here and saying anything. I was just standing in the back, and uh, somebody walked over and asked me if I'd like to say a few words. And these shades are going to help me a lot, because... In back of them are uh, real tears, but I never had the pleasure of meeting Chuck... In life, and I just could not let this day go by without coming here. Just give me a second. Without coming here and honoring him. Well, I wasn't born in America, I was born in Israel. And when I came here in nineteen fifty eight as an eight-year-old boy, I didn't understand what people were doing, and I I couldn't understand the nature of things and buildings and I had never seen a television set, and it was I was completely uh, unprepared. One day I turned on the radio and I heard and I said, what is that? What is that? And my mother was talking to me in Hungarian and Hebrew and all the other languages I spoke. And I ran over and I turned it up. And I, I didn't know how to dance. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I was just, my body started going like this. Like as if I was in a Baptist church. I just, I didn't know. It was just, it overcame me. I just went. I was just jumping up and down. And my mother was looking at me like I, was, I lost my mind because she never saw me go like this, up and down and up and down. And when it ended and the rest of the stuff came on, Pat Boone doing cover versions of Fats Dominoes, all pablum and white bread and no, no, it wasn't spicy. It was bland food. And I learned that the country that I landed in America, shamefully, had still not overcome its racist past. That in those days, shamefully, music, Chuck's music was called race music. It was literally called that. And radio would not play. Chuck and Little Richard, and Fats Domino, and Fats was on the same label as Pat Boone, and Imperial Records would not let white radio play those records, and so people like Pat Boone and everybody covered those records and got their hit records. And Little Richard didn't get the honor, and none of them did. And as time progressed, the civil rights movement took hold, and as a little boy in America, I started to see, yes, that's right, that's the right thing to do, because I didn't know anything. I was a little boy, especially from another country, and I couldn't speak English well, and I started to understand, and I, I saw the great Martin Luther King talk about the moral right, the justice of the movement and stuff, and although I, and although I never heard Chuck either talk about it in his lyrics or in interviews, or on television. He was breaking down barriers that nobody suspected. Chuck? He changed more little white boys' and white girls' lives than all the politicians with their big talk and stuff just by making them move like this. Just by grabbing a hold of them on the outside and the inside and, you know, just changing their lives. So that when the Beatles came and the Stones came and Jimi Hendrix came and everybody started to talk about, oh, look how cute they are and stuff like that, look at that music, what are you doing? They would all turn around humbly and point to the king, Chuck Berry. Without him, they wouldn't be there. And, and he would, probably hate me for calling him Chuck, but without Chuck Berry, I wouldn't be here. And everything that that uh, came, that became this huge thing called rock and roll started with a guy who just wanted to make people feel good and forget about the traffic jams of the world and everything. And you know what he did, right? When I saw that moonwalk get out of here with that stuff. When I saw that I went, "What is that?" And so it's a sad day but I think it's a happy time. Look at the legacy. Look at what Chuck Berry and his music has done. Look at all those I see white faces in the audience when Chuck first started. That would never have happened. He he broke down the barriers made all kinds of people's hearts and minds open up to the idea that we all belong to the same people. And so I was standing back there, and I didn't want to come in because I was crying. Uh, I was ashamed, so I kept wearing the shades and everything. People would come over, "Hey, nice to see you, nice to see you," you know, and I couldn't spit the words out, but what can you say? Uh, the greatness is unequaled by anybody in any form of music. Maybe Chuck said it best. Roll over, Beethoven. Tell Tchaikovsky the news. Buckle your knees. Bow your head. The great Chuck Berry is passing by.
0: We're going to leave you with a track by a band called Amorath. They opened up for Gene Simmons and then we will close out the show proper. everybody i'm gene simmons and you're not you're listening to Podkiss. rock the truck with gene simmons in philadelphia with matt porter of the kiss room and the podcast get your podcast and kiss room buttons now see gene simmons live on this tour so bj i i really wish you would have been there brother
5: yeah so do i i'm only like six hours away Man. i didn't even i didn't even realize that you were actually going to that or when it was but um it, maybe i should have uh, planned and and come down there. Oh, that would have
0: been awesome. Well, if it happens again, it's happening, okay? Yeah,
5: yeah, let me know. If, right. Yeah.
0: And the good thing is we're going to get to meet soon at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Yep. Um, I'm
4: cool. looking forward to that so much.
0: I I honestly I mean, this is kind of like the Woodstock of podcast, right?
5: Yeah, That's a good yeah way we're to put we're it. even Chris even had to turn a podcast away now because we just don't have any more room or time. Um, you know, we wish we could just let any rock and roll related podcast come, but it just. And that was NPR. We don't
0: have room. <laughs> that was NPR Serial. we told them to shove right off. <laughs> yeah. Piss off. Get out of here. Anyway. Well, we want to catch you on the next episode of the podcast. Check out the Rock and or Roll podcast. And we have a new one that we've started called. Pop, a pop culture podcast, and Courtney Cronin-Dold and myself uh, are the main two hosts of that. And Christine pops on there from from time to time as well. And we do every bit of pop culture. We talk about everything from TV to movies to rock and roll to whatever. Anything we want to talk about, we're going to. So join us. We are five episodes in. Come and join the fun. If you can't find us on iTunes, it's called Pop a pop culture podcast, do a search for pop staff. We will come up, but we, we want you to check us out as well. So BJ, we will see you soon. And I know you're working on some very cool secret stuff and we have our round table of the elder coming up and uh, that's going to be a doozy. It's, it's a mega show. It's a mega show.
4: That's going to be awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's wondering when that's
0: going to come out. <laughs> all the
5: people that were on it. So
0: I want to use it to get eyes on Rock and Pod Expo. That's right. kind of what I want to do. Yeah.
4: You can go to Rock Pod Expo. That's Rock the letter N Pod Expo You can link through from there to see all of the incentives from the various shows that are participating, and you can donate right from there.
0: Very good www.gofundme.com forward slash rocknpodexpo and that n is an n not an and so So put 5 bucks 10 bucks whatever you can afford just do it or just get uh, the admission to the thing it's only 20 bucks and do us a favor and put podcast in there just let people know that you are a listener 10 years of podcast for you Help us out this little bit. We want to thank you. We'll be seeing you.
5: And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at
0: www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com big thanks
3: to julian and everyone at kissfaq.com they've got great
0: information there and a terrific message board too thanks also to keith larue and everyone else at kiss online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land and as always a big thanks to paul stanley gene simmons ace fraley peter chris vinnie vincent bruce Kulick, eric singer tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great eric carr and the late great mark st john you are kiss and we are your army
3: Podcast is
0: created by the Kiss Army for the Kiss Army and it is available for free
5: as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with Kiss or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken and the whole rest of the Podcast crew, thank you for listening to
3: Podcast, the Kiss fanzine for your ears.
0: Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Pod Kiss Network. We are one. We're a scene man.
2: That's right, Kisami. Mean, we're having a rock and roll party and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast And hang out with your Kiss Army brothers Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D-Rock Hi, Join colleague. us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder kiss. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com We'll see you there You wanted the best, you got the best And if you want the hottest show on Monco Radio Join us in the Kiss Room The Kiss Room is a monthly radio broadcast celebrating the hottest band in the world. It's your place for all things Kiss and some... For broadcast dates and all information, go to thekissroom.com. The Kiss Room broadcasts live and worldwide on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Hi,
0: I'm Ken Mills. And I'm Courtney Cronendold. And we're from... Pop. A pop culture podcast. Courtney, what do we talk about on pop?
2: We talk about everything from the love boat to the Billion dollar person.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I, You know, I guess it's with inflation. The six million dollar man is worth what? How many trillion now, right?
3: The million dollar person. I mean, what the f-
0: That's a great, that's my favorite show, is the Million Dollar Person. If you love pop culture and you love having fun, that's really what the show's about, having fun and pop culture. Join the conversation. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pop podcast. Find us on iTunes or at poppodcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Instagram at poppodcast, p o p i I'm not hip enough for Instagram.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh! Hot. Hot.
2: Hey, I'm Dr. Fuck. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohol. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some
0: crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums check us out you can get us on podbean and
2: itunes new episodes every sunday that's right and we also do each other's moms true free of charge well mine charges
1: oh yeah yeah mine's free history science theater the most civilized
2: yeah. oh oh f- f- <laughs> f- Oy, come on, respectful. <laughs> so imagine Gene it's with like, like a with like a washed-up boom.
1: <laughs> and serious. No, wait. Excuse me,
3: Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album?
1: <laughs> Kiss podcast on the
2: web. History, science, theory. We bust balls. Because we care. Rock and roll and vinyl are meant to go together. <laughs> like drummers and strippers. <laughs> That's right. So maybe it's time to hop on down to your local record store and go digging for some lost gems. On vinyl. And that's exactly what we do here at the Shabby Road Record Show. We pick selections from our own personal record collections, and then we discuss the songs, the artists, the albums. And the stories about the music that you may have never heard. And there's nothing more fun than listening to two knuckleheads spinning vinyl and talking music. So dive on into the five-star rated podcast, the Shabby Road Record Show. You can subscribe for free on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher, where there's a new episode released every Tuesday. Also, you can find us on Facebook and at our website, shabbyroadrecordshow.com. Hey, this is Nick, co-host of the Pod of Thunder, the only
5: KISS podcast that breaks down the entire KISS song catalog one track at a time. Every week we have a new song chosen at random, and we do our best to analyze it. We talk about KISS-related topics and non-KISS-related topics, all the while trying not to kill each other. If you like the sound of that, check us out on Facebook,
2: Twitter, and especially on iTunes. Pod of Thunder! podcast rock city what's up everybody this is joe from podcast rock city where every week me and my crew will bring you the kiss news of the week look at this as kind of a kiss version of meet the press your source for kiss news every week we're on itunes podomatic twitter and facebook All
0: right, KISS Army.
3: Since 2007, you've been getting Podkissed, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears.
0: That's right, it's your podcast. Every month, the Podkiss crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Jay
4: Peralta, and you're listening to Kiss.
2: Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Pod Kiss.
3: The podcast, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. Hello, hello, this is Robin Zander from Cheap Trick, and you're listening to Cheap Talk. It's time for some Cheap Talk. You're listening to Trick Chat.
0: Their mommy's all right, their daddies are all right, they just seem a little weird. They even got their Kiss records out. This is Ken from the podcast. Join me and BJ Cram as we talk about four great guys and three great chords. Cheap trick. If you're a Kiss fan, chances are you checked them out. So please check out our show, Cheap Talk with Trick Chat. Keep
3: cheap tricking.
0: Oh, we're yeah. great at that. Yeah.
5: I mean, I mean, that's, we are amateurs. Yeah. I make all the sex sounds with my mouth afterwards. <laughs> Squish.
2: Ooh. This place is nice.
5: Right? I'm glad you
3: wore your nice flip flops. (sighs) Stay frosty, man. Okay.